Thank you for listening to this message from Life in the Sun Christian Fellowship. We hope you'll be inspired to honor God and make disciples. You know what I was I was thinking about I was uh, about to teach you about the essentials of uh, of uh, uh, practice essentials something like that. I just found out that uh, I already talked to you about the essentials when it comes to to the practice, which is the spiritual side and um, and uh, the meaning of what we're doing what we're doing here, uh, which is uh, which is the word of God, the spirit of God, uh, the heart, the condition of our heart. So basically, basically lead, leading worship involves those. Uh, Four things, the Word of God, the Spirit of God, our heart, and then the music. So those are, those are the four things that you just need to go around. You just need, I call it, you just need to master it. Munch it, meditate on it, especially when it comes to the Word of God. Yeah, you may sing a lot of songs, but when it comes to the Word, when it comes to the Word, where is your journey right now when it comes to the Word of God? Where are you right now when it comes to the understanding of the Word of God? You don't need to be, uh, I'm not saying that I'm against seminary. You don't need to go in the seminary just for you to uh, continue to grow in the Word of God. I want you to know, uh, when you, uh, even though you are not yet there, but you can still uh, spend time in His Word. Uh, devour the Word. Spend time in His Word. Uh, uh, have an interaction with the word. Jesus said that, uh, Jesus said to the Pharisees, you, you diligently, you diligently study the scripture because you think that by them, by, by them you will, uh, uh, you will receive eternal life. But you refuse to come to me to have life. Can you imagine that? If you heard, heard that from Jesus, you diligently study the scripture. I mean, those Pharisees, they really study uh, devour the word. I mean, uh, take, uh, taking care of those, that word, and yet they don't come to Jesus. So there must be an interaction between the word of God and Jesus. For example, whenever, whenever you meditate, He who dwells. Uh, I remember when I was just uh, leading worship, uh, uh, and it comes to me that word that says in Psalm 91, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest. In the shadow of the Almighty. What is rest? I just want to ask that question to my spirit. Lord, what is rest? Is rest comes from having a good house or having a good vacation? I'm not, ag- I'm not against those things. Is rest comes from money? Is rest comes from uh, good work and good job? Or is rest comes from you? How can I experience rest? Is rest just physical or spiritual? Something like that. So I have an interaction with him. And God told me, you know, you know what? No matter how you, how you got all the things of this world, there would be no rest apart from me. Because you can only get rest from me when you dwell in my presence. Rest will come, will come to you. Can you imagine that? So those words are so powerful. Those are the only examples that I gave you. How about uh, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all what... Well, man. Wow, just imagine those, those words. And even uh, it says there that he who fears the Lord 
For my children, he who fears the Lord has a secure fortress. And for his children, it would be a refuge. You want to invest something to your future, to your children? Have the fear of God. Because it says in his word, he who fears the Lord has a secure fortress. The greatest gift that you can give to our children is not just houses and material things and possession. It's the fear of God because only the fear of God can, make, can have a refuge and fortress for our children. Fortress from what? Fortress from immorality. Fortress from compromise. Fortress from, from uh, being in the flesh. Fortress from, oh man, from all demonic attack. Can you imagine that? That's why sometimes our children is uh, vanquished by, uh, by, our, by the enemy of God. Because they don't have fortress. Our ancestors didn't build good fortresses and refuge for our children. You know how we build that? Through the fear of God. So how can I get that? Unless I meditate through his word. The word of God. The Holy Spirit. How can you, how can you benefit the, the, the works of the Holy Spirit in your life? This is the greatest challenge because we cannot see the Holy Spirit. But he's here right now. But how can I enjoy that? Unless, what, I talk to him? And thank God, uh, 30 years ago, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. How many of you are baptized? How many uh, uh, know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit? I didn't know about that. I just know about religion. I just know about the Word of God. But I didn't know that there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Thank God, 30 years ago, I got baptized when I was in college. And I got received Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, somebody told me that you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay, what's the Holy Spirit? Here we go. Unless you speak in tongues or something like that. Jesus is the one who will baptize you. It's not me, it's Jesus. Something like that. John the Baptist came to baptize you in water. But Jesus, uh, but Jesus came to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And then I began to speak in tongues. Okay, what's that? And then somebody told me, it's a, there's a demon there. There's a demon. Oh, really? Demon? But how come? I got more in love with Jesus than the demon. <laughs> so it brings me to the next level of my relationship with Jesus. The more I spoke in tongues, the more I speak heavenly language, the more I, under, the more I understand the word of God, the more it gave me a, a lot of revelation, the more it gives me the joy that I need in leading worship, the more there is life inside of me. So, whoa, how can I despise those things? So the Holy Spirit, and I just found out that, that God is in the form, is in form, because there's no form. God doesn't have no form. But just to state to you uh, my, uh, the way I communicate with, when it comes about God that we don't see. We may not see the Holy Spirit, but he is here right now. He's expressing his emotion to us. He's expressing his, what's in his mind to us. He's expressing everything that is in the heart of God to all of us right here. You may not grasp fully the love of God, but through the Holy Spirit of God, he can elevate your spirit about the love of God. Oh, God, yeah. Wow. Right? Just think about the love of God. Just think about the faithfulness that you need. Just think about self-control. Oh, man. I have all, sometimes I have a struggle about self-control. 
How can I do that unless I, I'm depending on the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, give me self-control. Lord, this food is so tempting. I want to devour it. Which is, it's, it's not bad, but self-control. Uh, and then patient endurance. How many wants to endure? Oh, man, I cannot do that. But guess what? He is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. He started it. He'll make sure he'll, he'll finish it for us. Can you imagine? Only him can do that for me. So how can I benefit, benefit those blessings? Unless, Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, and, and, unless I cry out to him. The Holy Spirit of God. So I cannot set aside those moments with him. Some, sometimes I'm walking, I'm jogging. Uh, uh, I, I started to talk with him. Lord, how can I improve my, how can I improve my relationship with my wife? How many of you can understand your, your, spou- your spouse? Sometimes, oh man, it's a, oh Lord, it's a challenge. But you know what? God understands everything. God gave me the grace to understand, uh, especially my wife, my children. I have two daughters, so all of them are ladies in the house. So I'm the only one who's uh, uh, is the guy there. And when all of them are talking, hi, yeah, oh, this is good. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> so, all right. So anyway, the Holy Spirit, I, need, I, I always need to go to him and ask for help. And then next is the heart. I just want to review to all of you here, the heart. The Bible says that above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of, la- of life. The container, look at this. Uh, that's the beauty of uh, how God designed all of us. The container of his blessing is here in our heart. And take note of this. I think that that is in First Chronicle that says, even the highest heaven cannot contain God. All the heavens cannot contain him. But guess what? He can live into my heart right now. Just think about that. (laughs) So powerful, my friend, that even the highest heaven cannot contain him. But deep down in my heart, you can say to him, God, you can enter in. Just sit down with me. Just talk with me. I'm just here. What do you want me to do? And that voice will say, come on, Joel. I'm just here. I don't, I don't need anything from you. I'm just here. Okay. Just have fun with what you're doing. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Are you excited with uh, this kind of relationship we have? This is not about religion. This is not about religion. This, this is not about set of rules. And, uh, and, uh, and do, you, uh, do your routine. It's about relationship. It's about an interaction. Uh, I always say this word that it doesn't mean as a couple, 
remember a couple, remember this uh, husband and wife. It doesn't mean that because they live in the same house, they're, they're doing good, right? They sleep in the same bed, right? They sleep in the same be- bedroom. And yet, why is it that there are divorce out there? So it's not just about the paper. It's not just about the house. It's not just, a, it's not just about the room or the bed. It's about interaction. It's about relationship. So the same also with our guy. It doesn't mean that we are in, in this uh, building. We're okay with Jesus. It's not about that. Because you come here every Sunday, you're okay. You're, uh, God is okay. God is uh, great here. It's not about that. It's about relationship. It's about, uh, that's why I, just before I came here, it's just like my wife said that, you know what? We need to talk. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes we just, we just eat in the dinner time and just, just keep on eating. And it's an, talking is an art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why sometimes my wife said that we need to be, we need, we need to ask for a mentor for, for both of us, just for us to elevate our communication. It doesn't mean that we face, we have face-to-face in the dinner table, we're okay. It's not, it's an art that you, how are you, darling? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Even myself, I need to grow in that area. So that's why the same also with my relationship with Jesus. It doesn't mean that I'm, I know him, I know the Bible, I can relate with him easily. It's not. <sighs> right? So there are a lot of things that we need to improve in our walk with Jesus, right? So don't just, uh, don't just be satisfied just going to church, which is good, but have an interaction with him. Improve your relationship, improve your communication with Jesus through his word. So, word of God, the Holy Spirit, and then our heart, and then comes the music. Say music. Music is the most powerful tool when it comes to worship. Why music? Why songs? Because it touches our heart. Only songs, based on uh, what we're going to study in the word of God, songs can touch the heart of his worshipers. That's why David used these tools when it comes to worshiping the Lord. Even in Micah says that, Micah says that he will restore David's tent. You know what's David's tent? That's the praise and worship. It's not, the, it's not the tent of Moses, which is animal sacrifice. The animal sacrifice was sold by Jesus already. It was not an animal sacrifice that was done 2,000 years ago. It's his own son that was sacrificed on that cross that we might offer not an animal sacrifice, but a praise sacrifice, all right? So that's why God desires to restore David's tent. What is in that? The music of the temple. Which is, I can see the Lord. Oh, yes, I know your name. I know your name. I want to. Bless your name. Who want to glorify your name? Because there is none like you. There is none like you. None like you. None like you. Wow. Something like that. So, okay. So, uh, so music. So, here, I just want to give you this. Uh, all right. 
these are the two scripture that is uh, one of my, my uh, I call it the foundation when it comes to leading worship. So if you are a worship leader, if you are leading worship, uh, these two scriptures are so powerful. I say this word to you, the first Samuel 1623, uh, when David played the harp, remember? It manifested uh, three, three words there, refreshed. When David played the harp, remember, uh, King Saul said that he was refreshed by the music of the harp. Okay, number two, uh, he feels better. In King James, it's well. That means healing. There's healing in the music of David. And then the third is an evil spirit. Say evil spirit would live him. So that means his music can cast out demon. Can you imagine that? Just playing the, uh, the music here. And then it can cast out any spirit they have, any bad spirit they have. It can deliver them from the works of the enemy. Can you imagine that kind of power? So that's the first Samuel 16, 23. And another thing, if we're going to, if we're going to uh, connect these two, because 1 Samuel 16, 23, my question there is, why is it that David is like that when he played those harps? You know what? When I review that scripture, if you are going to rewind uh, in that scripture, you will find out two things there, why David is so powerful when it comes to playing those harps. Number one, he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Okay? In verse 13, it says, when, uh, when Samuel anointed him with oil, uh, the Bible described uh, describe it that the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Can you imagine that? <laughs> the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. And then another thing that happens to David is there in verse 17 and 18. 18 it says there, uh, find someone who plays well. That's what the servant, that's what King Saul said. Find someone who plays well. In King James, find someone who's cunning in playing. So that's, that means it's a combination of spirituality, the power of God, and skill. So basically, it's a power in form. Whatever you do, uh, whether in music or in, I don't know, uh, in your career, it's a power in form. It's very powerful. It's a combination of power and form. It's just like this uh, electricity, these lights. It's a power and form. Uh, there's power in there, but they need the, the form in order, for, in order for us to have lights here. They need the light bulb, uh, the form of the light bulb in order for us to benefit the power, right? Which is the light. So the same also here. It's a combination of the power and form or the power and the skill. So that's why... It manifested there in uh, verse 23. Now, if David experienced that kind of power, what do you mean by this in John 7, 37 uh, to 39? Look at this. Uh, just want to read it to you. Look at this. John, John chapter 7, 37. Look at this. On the last day of the feast, the great day, Jesus stood up and cried out, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart. How many of you are believers here? Look at this. You are qualified here. It says here, out of his heart, from inside our heart, 
out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Say living water. You know what's that living water? It says in verse 39, now this he said about the what? The spirit. Whom those who believe in him were to receive. Look at this. For as yet the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. You know what? There's a question here whenever I meditate this word. Because based on the first Samuel 16, 23, the spirit of the Lord came upon David. And yet it says here, the spirit had not been given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So what do you mean by this? And yet David moved in power. Right? Is Jesus died on the cross already? Yes, died on the cross already, right? But this is my, uh, my, uh, my interpretation about this. Maybe the, the spirit is around David there. But one thing for sure, it's not yet in his heart. Because Jesus is not yet there. The Messiah is still coming. But how many of you believe that the Messiah comes already? He came already. He died on the cross. And guess what? The Spirit is in our heart right now. How much more His power today? If David experienced that kind of power, how much more the power of God right now, right here in our lives? Have you been experienced that? How to refresh by the music of the Lord? It's rare. How many of you uh, uh, experienced already that uh, by just the music, it can heal people? Very rare, right? But you know what? That's the cry of my heart even right now. That if David can do it, we can do it all the more right now because the Spirit of God is living in our heart. All right? Three observation. Just want to give to you here. Three observation. Yeah, I gave that to you. Refreshed. Well, harmful spirit departed from him. And, uh, and then uh, two important qualities. I gave that to you. Two, impo- two important qualities of David in this passage of scripture. The power is there. Uh, then, yeah. And then... Uh, 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 and then look at this about David, but look at, uh, look at this uh, when it comes to us. He was anointed, right? David was anointed. And look at about our situation now. It says in 2 Corinthians, look at this, 121-22. This is so powerful. It says here, now it is God who makes both us in you stand firm in Christ. He what? He anointed us. So if David was anointed, we are anointed us also. He set his seal of ownership on us and put what? His spirit in our hearts. Wow, yeah. Look at that. The spirit of God is in us right now. So we, we have all the power that we need. All we need to do is to maximize it, use it. Uh, don't be familiar with what you're doing about the kingdom, about Jesus, about the word of God, about the spirit of God. Next, uh, talks about the skill, uh, the power, and next the skill. Look at this, uh, the First Samuel sixteen seventeen to eighteen. Uh, I, I, I 
uh, told you about this already, cunning and playing. Uh, and this is what my, uh, I can give to you. Worship leading, look at this. The worship leading is a mastery of both the power and the skill. It's a mastery of both the power and the skill. So I'm not arriving in that area right now, but I'm growing and growing in that area. In fact, I'm in the place right now of mentoring other people where I need to teach them when it comes to the combination of these two, the mastery of both the power and the skill. Because this is the only key in order for us to move into a powerful praise and worship. All right? So, all right, how can we experience and cultivate this power in our lives? Look at this. How can, we, uh, how can we experience and cultivate this power in our lives? Letter A, the heart. Uh, the heart. It says in uh, verse 38, look at that, for verse 38, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart. It's everything in, is in your heart right now. So that's why the question right now is this, what's in our heart? What's in your heart right now? What do you put in your heart? What's the priority in your heart right now? Because everything that comes in will go out. Garbage in, garbage out. If you put good things in your heart, it will release good things in your heart. Okay? So uh, be very careful with what you put in your heart. And then look at this. These people, Isaiah 29 verse 13 the Lord says, these people come near to me with their mouth and honor, honor me with their lips, but their hearts, say hearts, but their hearts are far from me. How can, how can that be? Unless there would be an evaluation. Don't just be, don't just, uh, don't just be routinary in what you're doing in your, in, in your walk with Jesus. From time to time, come to a, uh, to a time of evaluation. Where am I right now? For how long I've been a Christian? 10 years? Uh, where am I right now in these 10 years of walking with Jesus? Am I growing? Am I growing in the word? Am I growing in, in the spirit of the Lord? What is the condition of my heart? Next, look at this. John seven thirty seven. Out of his heart will flow because it will always flow. What's inside of your heart, whether you like it or not, it will affect other people. Somebody said that uh, you are not alone in your action. What you put in your heart, it will always manifest around you. All right? <laughs> so next is, next is uh, living water. What kind of water do you have inside of your heart? Is it the Spirit of God? Is it the love of God? Is it the faith that comes from Jesus? Is it the hope? What else? The faithfulness of God, the power of God, the endurance of God. What's in that heart? And then, uh, what else? John seven thirty seven, Or the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is inside of us. Then next is this. Look at this. Look at this in this uh, Luke 6, 40, 45. The good person out of the good treasures, treasure of his heart. Look at this. Out of the good treasure of his heart produces good. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Can you imagine that? 
Can you imagine if you're leading worship? It's the way you speak. It's out there. It's coming out what's in your heart right now. Whether you like it or not. You cannot fake it. You can never fake worship. It will always come comes out what's in your heart. That's why be very careful what, with what's inside of your heart right now. Amen? Ah, are you still ready to be a worship leader? <laughs> right? It's tough, right? But thank God for the spirit of Jesus. It's here. So next is this. Mm, look at this. Proverbs. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. The next is, the first is the word, the heart. The next is the word. Look at this. Send out your light in your truth. Let them read. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. The word of God can guide you. The, wo- the word of God can lead you. Only the word of God can lead you to his holy mountain. Look at this. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. And I will what? I will praise him. Technically, the word of God will bring you into praise. Only the word of God can guide you to a greater praise and to a greater worship. You can never do this by your own uh, uh, free will, uh, by your own uh, commitment and your own ability. It should be guided by the power of the word of God. All right, look at this. Uh, Next word is, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. I just want to read in verse 3. He is the radiance of the glory of God in the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds, look at this, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Can you imagine that? If you put some imagination in your brain right now, when you heard that word in Genesis, let there be light. Boom. Let there be an expanse between the heavens and the earth. Can you imagine that? Just to put some imagination in your mind, right? It's so. It's just by the word, just by his spoken word, he created all of these things. Can you imagine that? The word of God. So that's why I just want to give you the importance of the word of God. So how do we reinforce? Look at this. How do we reinforce the word of God in our lives? How do, you, how do we feed us? How, how do we feed ourselves with the word of God? Unless you read, say read. You need to love reading the word of God. Unless you read. Next, you learn how to meditate. Just think about the goodness of the Lord. Just think about the holiness of God. Just think about... Uh, without, just think about this word in Hebrews, without holiness, no one can see the Lord. How many wants to see God someday? Yeah, I want that too. But it says in his word, without holiness, no one can see the Lord. What do you mean by that? Unless you meditate those words and evaluate yourself. There's nothing wrong with the word. There's always wrong in us. (laughs) The word will never adjust for us. We are the one who will need to adjust for the word. (laughs) All right. 
So that's why we constantly evaluate ourselves. When, where am I right now when it comes to his word? Is the word of God, is my breath and my life, my, 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 my hope, my desperation? Where is the word of God right now in my heart? Meditate. Look at this. Another thing. Uh, where's that? No, no. Uh, I, I, uh, I don't know how to go back there. Wait. Uh, uh, I think. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Where's that? There. Oh, yes. The, I'm, yeah. I, is that it? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I med- yeah, meditate. And then this one. Yeah. Sorry. Memorize. How many of you memorize the word of God? I memorize the word of God. Uh, there's this scripture that says, uh, what's that? Uh, it's a very, uh, to the one. Yeah, I like. To the one who pleases him, God gave wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. Look at this. But to the one, but to the sinners, look at this. But to the sinners, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth to hand it over to the one who pleases him. Let them do all the businesses out there. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> you know what I mean. So you don't need to work like a horse. Just, just learn how to please him. And everything will just fall into the right place. Have you learned how to please God? Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 says, find out what pleases him. Have you been there already? Have you come to that place wherein you always find out? You ask the Lord, Lord, what are those things that pleases you? Oh, so anyway, memorize. So I love that. Whenever I drive my, drive the car, drive my car, I constantly memorize the Word of God, especially those uh, brand new uh, scriptures that I memorize. I love to memorize. And then the next is study the Word. I love to study the Word because when I study the Word, it's not just for myself; it's for the next generation. You know why am I writing here? I'm constantly writing in my keynote and my uh, journal. Because this is not just for myself. It's for the next generation. You know why we benefited uh, the Bible right now? Because somebody has written those words. If those guys didn't, didn't uh, write the, the word of God, we don't have the Bible right now. But thank God, right? They just study, they, they don't just uh, study the word of God, but they write the word of God. They've written the word of God. So right now we have everything. We have the Bible, okay? Uh, study the word of God. And then, look at this. Uh, again. Speak the word of God. It says there, yeah. yeah. Speak the word of God. You need to speak the word of God. Uh, that, uh, the power, there's power in your, in your mouth, right? Uh, the Bible says in Proverbs, 
uh, everything is in your mouth. Uh, whatever you speak, uh, you use your mouth and it comes out the power there. So there's power in your lips. Uh, uh, that the uh, 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 was uh, the power is in the uh, uh, yeah uh, that was that F is in the power uh, yeah the power of the tongue so the power of speaking okay speaking the word of God and then next is apply the word so this is where the where the challenge uh, where the challenge comes in it doesn't mean that you know the word you apply the word. Okay, so yeah, you need to know the word, but at the same time, it's a challenge that you need to apply the word. That's why I, I, I gave you that, uh, uh, my, my thoughts that Christianity is very simple. You just need to apply what you learn from the word of God. So even a four-year-old, uh, four-year-old children can do that. Okay, and then next is the Holy Spirit. So uh, yeah, the Holy Spirit, the heart, the word, the Holy Spirit. And look at this. Uh, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, I just want to give you this word. I just want to read this for you. Look at this. Worship of God is the job of the Holy Spirit. There would be no genuine worship without the Holy Spirit. For it is the work of the Holy Spirit to bring us to a relationship with him. We can be religious or, or have a ritualistic form of approaching God, but only the Spirit can lead us to a fruitful encounter with God. <laughs> That's who he is. And look at this. He is the ultimate in charge of every worship of God. It's not our program. It's not just our leaders, it's him. If you want an encounter with him, that's the job of the Holy Spirit, all right? So I just wanna give you those thoughts and look at this, the works of the Holy Spirit, his role, what is his role? He's the helper, the counselor, the advocate, or the one who stands beside us. Right now he stands beside us. In fact, he's not just stand beside us, he is in our heart. He's talking to me right now. He's talking to you right now. And then, look at this. The manifestation, his manifestation. Anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. That's why when I speak in tongue, I'm not, talking, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to myself. My spirit is talking to our God. So that's why now, what's the use of uh, talking something that I do not know? Why? What's the use of that? What's the point of why, why am I doing that? You know why? Because it takes the power of the Spirit of God in order for me to go up to the next level of my relationship with Jesus. It is his job for me to go up to the next level of love. Go up to the next level of faith. Go up to the next level of faithfulness. Go up to the next level of power. Go up to the next level of knowledge. Go up to the next level of endurance. Apart from him, I cannot do it. Apart from the Holy Spirit. That's what I need to constantly ask him. Help, Lord. I need you here. I need you here. 
So, right, that's the manifestation. Look at this, the second part. Speaking in tongues is the manifestation of the Spirit of God in our lives. Because God is Spirit, He wants to talk to us in our spirit, not just in our minds. He wants us with Him to be close and bring us to a new level of experience with Him. Not just in a level that we can understand, but also in a place where we can be one with Him. Whoa! You know why? Because his scripture that says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. God is not a man, my friend. That's why I need the spirit of God. God is not a man. He is God. He is beyond this life. How can I understand him? Honestly, how can I understand God? Unless I, will, I, I need to be well connected with his Holy Spirit. Lord, right? But thank God, God is here, amen? Yes. And then, lastly is this. Look at this. The music. Oh, wow. Look at this. Psalm 69, verse 30 to 31. This is one of my favorite when it comes to, uh, one of my favorite when it comes to music. Look at this, the psalm. The beauty of these psalms, I will praise. How many wants to praise the Lord? Yeah, right? Look at this. I will praise the name of God with a song. Can you imagine that? I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Look at this. This will, this will what? How many of you wants to please the Lord? Songs pleases God. More than an ox or a bull with horns and hoofs. Take note of this, my friend. You can never understand the ox or bull with horns and hoofs unless you go back to the Old Testament of how the Israelites worshiped God in the temple. Basically, what he was saying here, without an animal sacrifice, you cannot enter into his presence and you cannot please God. But how many of you believe 2,000 years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not an animal sacrifice, my friend. Man, we are not cheap, my friend. We are not cheap. God loves us so much that he, he doesn't want to, to send an animal sacrifice for us. He wants his own son to be sacrificed on that cross. Man. Whoa. He wants his own son to be sacrificed on that. He was sacrificed on that cross in order for us to offer not an animal sacrifice, but a song sacrifice a song that can connect in our heart when we say i exalt you i exalt thee i exalt thee it's not just about songs it's about my heart i exalt thee oh Oh, thee, I 
by the way, I want you to know, this is, this is for everybody, not, not just for here, not just for the worship team. It's for the people of God. Look at this. Performers sings to please people. But worshipers, how many worshipers do we have right here? But worshipers sings to please the Lord. How many wants to please the Lord? So technically, everybody can sing to the Lord. Because singing to the Lord is not about good voice. It's about connecting in your heart when it comes to worship. Can you imagine if you're a worship leader and you say that to the congregation? I cannot worship God for you. But guess what? You can, you can worship God with your own voice because it's not about your good voice. It's about your heart for the Lord. Right? Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> look at the songs. Look at the, the songs. And then look at this. Uh, the music. And then we talk about the power. And we'll go to the form. And look at this. Uh, are you still okay? Or do we need a break or what? Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so are you still okay? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, just do I, that's why I move a lot so that you will not feel sleepy here. So, so uh, number two is the form, the power, and now uh, through the music, uh, the power in the form. Right now, form, look at this. Form, form is one of the more difficult of the six musical elements to define or describe. You know why? Because we don't hear form. Uh, hear me, all the musicians here, okay? We don't hear form. We feel it. You feel the form. You don't hear the form. You can uh, do a lot of music, uh, music here, but the key there when it comes to the form is the feel. Where's the emotion of the song right now? Where's the flow of the songs right now? Is everybody can sing? Is everybody can play? Or just the... Acoustic guitar first, and then the keyboard the second, or something like that. There must be order. So what is the form? Look at this. What is the form in worship leading? The form in worship leading is this. I, I just keep on repeating this to all of you. Skill. Look at this. Look at David. One of the examples here is King David. First Samuel 18.10. Look at, the, look at his uh, routine. The next day, a harmful spirit from God rushed upon Saul, and he raved within his house while David was playing the lyre as he what? As he did day by day. You know where do you get skill? When you always repeat on something. Skill comes from repetition. Doing it every day. That's where you. That's where you get. That's where you become skillful. So when it comes to all, especially for all of, of this instrument, man, uh, there are a lot of repetition in order for you to master all the chords, all the things of, of this instrument. So it's not easy. But the good thing about David is that he did this out of his love for for God. 
So hopefully our motivation when it comes to our being skillful is not just to be skillful. It's not just fame. Some people, they want to be skillful so that they want to be famous. So it's still empty out there. Okay, many uh, super groups or uh, uh, popular uh, uh, singers, they, they, they think when we get there, when they get there, it's, wow, it's heaven. It's not. Because that, that is not the very purpose of our skill. The purpose of our skill is to glorify our God. Okay? So another thing, Psalm 78, 72, look at this. David again. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart. With skillful hands, he led them. Skillful hands. Whoa. So it's just like the skill always comes out from the heart of David. It's not just about the instrument. It's not just about this uh, area, but it's about his heart. No wonder he's a man after God's own heart. And then look at this. Uh, do you see, look at this? Proverbs twenty two twenty nine. I was inspired by this when I was just a, a brand new Christian. When I when I uh, read this word, do you see a man skilled in his work? I memorized that scripture when I was a young boy, when I when I was a young Christian. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will serve before kings in not, in not an obscure man. Oh, can you imagine that? Those uh, skillful people, they are out there. They are on the top serving. Uh, yeah, that's the benefit of being skillful. And then, uh, why is that? Why, why do you need to be skillful because of this? When it comes to music, because of the dynamics. In order for you to the good thing about uh, music is that you need to have a dynamics. If you don't have a dynamics, music is boring. It's just plain sound. <laughs> but when you have a dynamics, there is a drama. There is a, uh, there is a, 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 a position where you can hear something. It's very emotional. And then there is something like that. So it brings you, uh, it, it, it creates flowing in your spirit and in your heart. And look at this, dynamics. Dynamics and expression is the most challenging part of playing in a band because it involves a deliberate effort to listen to yourself and to one another. In order for you to listen to other musicians, you need to overcome first your own limitation. Unless you are skillful, you cannot listen to other musicians. <laughs> if I'm thinking about my chords right now, I cannot listen to the keyboardist. That's the key. And you know what's the solution for that? Be skillful. Because when you become skillful, everything would be secondary. I'm not thinking my chords anymore. All right? But it's in there. It's flowing, right? <laughs> Uh, imagine, uh, the, the one I told you a while ago that I'm watching the movie already and then my, my hands is, <laughs> is doing all the patterns already. I'm not looking to the fretboard or something. So it becomes uh, very secondary. So that's what the skill can do. So dynamics, this is, uh, this is the key here. And then that's number one when it comes to being skillful, dynamics. And the second one is this, teamwork. 
Worship leading is about progression and development. That means you need to arrive on something. Have you been watch a movie? How, how, how many? Do you still watch a movie here? Yes. Come on. Life is not boring. Amen. <laughs> I enjoy watching movies. You watch those. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, what's that? Uh, 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 super, uh, what, uh, Superman or X-Men or something. Uh, what else? X-Men or what? Uh, there is a drama there, right? From the first, uh, from the first, uh, uh, from the first, the, from the beginning of the movie, right? There's a drama, a little bit of drama, but you can, you can see the progression, right? And then you can sense the climax of the movie and then, <gasps> <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. Yeah, something like that, right? So the same also, like with, the same also with the music. So something that worship leading is about progression, yeah? Progression and development. There's always a development. There's always a progression. And then we can only accomplish this when we work together as a team. For example, uh, when I'm... Uh, do you want, uh, Elmore, can you help me here? Yeah. I just want to make a demo to you. Okay. All right. Anyway, this is uh, the last part of the, I just want to show it to you, okay? Okay, the teamwork. Yeah. So positioning is very important. Uh, so uh, our goal is not just to make a sound, but to make a music. Music is not just a sound, but it's a music. Soothing to your soul, right? Music has an, uh, music basically, uh, uh, you need to have an order. There's an order, for example. Uh, 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 one, two, three, four. Something like that, right? Well, we can do it like this. One, two, three, four. One, two. Most of the time, most of the time, the music always composed of four bars or eight bars. So one, two, three, four. Two, yeah, let's go. Three, four, yeah, that's one part. Five, six, seven. That. And change. Yeah. If you're going to count it, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you say, that cannot keep you and the grave, 
You have overcome the world. You took my sin and shame away. You have overcome the world. You're coming back again one day. You have overcome the world. Overcome the world. Just do the same, bro. Just do the same. Uh, yeah. There's a form. You just need to keep on repeating it, uh, uh, bound by those, uh, those uh, what do you call that? It's just like a borderline. It's just like a signpost. Those four bars, it's just like a signpost. Uh, one, uh, uh, then just keep on repeating that. If you, if you have form, uh, you will have an easy way to to just internalize uh, all the music. Because music, if, if you don't know about the form, it would be a hard time for you. It's so, it's so hard to understand the music. But if you know the form, you can easily understand it immediately. So that's why what I did, just, just remember, especially the pop song for today, it's just composed of sometimes four sections. Verse one, or there's a verse two, and then chorus, and then bridge. Actually, it's sometimes it's three. Verse, chorus, bridge. So this song, it's only verse, chorus, and bridge. The bridge is, it's a... That cannot keep you and the grave. You have overcome the world. You took my sin and shame away. You have overcome the world. You're coming back again one day. You have overcome the world, overcome the world. And the first verse, second. It's all the same. One more. You see? Then start all over again. That could not keep you in. So it's all the same. The only difference, the only difference is that you make a dynamic. Dynamic is like this. No, uh, wait first. I'll just go first. And then, yeah. That's the key when it comes to music. You just need to, uh, if you want to create your own position, you need to know that form. Uh, sometimes you need to think that, oh, there is four bars there. And then I can go in, in, five, in number five bars. So something like that. So for example, one, one. One more. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you put some uh, additional ball. Yeah, yeah. Let's feel the groove, feel the groove, okay? So always comes from the heart. Don't just play just for the sake of playing. Always play from your heart. Yeah. Come on, bro. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. Here's my voice. That cannot keep you in the grave. You have overcome the world. You took my sin and shame away. You have overcome the world. You're coming back again one day. 
have overcome the world, overcome the world. See, so there are so many. The good thing about music is that it creates a lot of options when it comes to worship leading. So you don't need to stay in a rut. You just need to continue to explore. There are a lot. Honestly, there are a lot of things that you can discover. So yeah, I love rock and roll. I love alternative music. I love jazz. I love, but there are a lot of things that you can explore. So, because music is uh, it's the, the language of the heart. Uh, that's what they're saying. It's the language of the heart. It's in our heart. It reflects what's in our heart. All right? So my conclusion is this. Look at this. Uh, look at this. One of the last scripture in Second Kings Chapter 3, verse, I think, verse 14 to 18. Look at that. I just want to read it for you. Elisha said, Elisha said, As surely as the Lord Almighty lives, whom I serve, if I did not have respect for the presence of Jehoshaphat. This is what happened. Uh, 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 Elisha was... uh, 
he was not in, uh, in good terms with uh, the, king of, uh, the king of Israel. So basically, he was ticked off by this king. But because of, out of his respect for King Jehoshaphat, this is what he did. This is what happened. It says there, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, I would not look at you or even notice you. But now, say, but now. Look at that. But now bring me a harpist. Okay? Even though you're discouraged and you're ticked off, the music can set the mood. Okay? It says there, while the harpist was playing, the hand of the Lord came upon Elisha. Wow, can you imagine that? Well, while everything is, uh, if you're discouraged, ticked off, angry, you know what? The moment, something like that. You have my heart, and I am yours forever. You are my strength, God of strength and power. Everything you hold in your hand, still you make time for me. I can't understand. Praise you, God, the earth and sky. How beautiful, it's your unfailing love, unfailing love. And you never change, God, you remain the Holy One in my unfailing love, unfailing love. You are my rock, the one I hold. You are my song And I sing for you Everything you hold in your hand Still you make time for me I can't understand, can't understand Praise you God, the earth and sky How beautiful it's your unfailing love, unfailing love. And you never change, God, you remain the Holy One in my unfailing love, unfailing love. Everything you hold in your hand. Still you make time for me Can't understand Praise you God, the earth and sky Are beautiful, it's your unfailing love Unfailing love And you never change God You remain the Holy One in my unfailing love, unfailing love, 
unfailing love. Yes, Lord. Unfailing love. Unfailing love. Unfailing love. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Let me pray for all of you. Thank you, God, that, Lord, this is, a, this is a new day for all of us. Lord, it's a, a bright new day for each one of us, Lord. This is not just an ordinary day because we know that your presence, your presence is in our midst. The world may not be aware of what is going on here. But thank God that your heart is always after us. And right now, bring us continuously, Lord, to your heart. Allow our heart to be well connected, always recharged by the power of your word, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Always recharge us. Always bring us to your heart so that the world may know that you live in our lives. You live in this world. Truly, your prayer come to pass, Jesus, that thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We give you honor, King, sir. All the majestic power belongs to you. All dominion, power, blessing belongs to you. We give you praise. Oh, God, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. You're a blessing. Continuously, I just sense in my spirit that, I just sense in my spirit that, yes, you are the salt and light of this place, but I want you to know more are coming for all of you. The generation is just waiting for what is going on uh, in your heart right now. God bless. talking about uh, uh, Rob. I really appreciate Rob. Is that what, I just have this question. Uh, is that what you're doing in, in your church uh, when it comes to leading worship? So I'm just, uh, I don't know. Oh, really? So how do you start the service? Just uh, by, I'm just, uh, I didn't know. Uh, I'm just asking. Yeah. How do you start the song? The song immediately or what? I don't know. You say good morning or of, of course. Yeah, that's very normal, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, very normal to the services, right? Good morning, everyone. How are you? Wow, good to see all of you here, right? So those are the typical uh, approach to the congregation. But you know what? I, wanna, I just want to uh, ask your uh, uh, 
just to be open-minded when it comes to when it comes to uh, music. So uh, I, I learned this uh, because I explore. I I, I'm, I explore everything. Uh, I get I get the good and I throw away the bad things. Okay. So uh, when it comes to music, uh, I, I go uh, sometimes I. Uh, I try to explore different uh, different approaching or uh, different approaches of music, uh, especially in, in those concerts. Remember, if you if you are in the concert, if you are in the concert, you can you can learn from them. So you don't need to be a, uh, just be in a box or oh that's demonic or something. Uh, that's not that's in the world. So it's not about. Uh, you must always remember that we are still in the world. Amen. As long as you don't compromise, you don't sin, it's okay. Okay? So I can learn from Michael Jackson. I can learn from uh, John Mayer. I can learn from Dave Matthews' band. So uh, just to study all their concerts and all, the, all of these guys. Uh, oh, that's, that's a good approach. Because when it comes to music, it's just like a communication. Right? Whenever you communicate, they say that you need to catch the people at least by three seconds or four seconds, you, you need to catch them. Uh, the good thing about music is that there's, a, there's an instrument. It's catchy already. The hard part is when you are a speaker. Ooh, let's welcome uh, uh, Joel Barrios. Our speakers were so good when it comes to those three or four seconds. I mean, they can catch you immediately. I'm not, I'm not like that. So that's why I use my instrument to catch them. To hook them. <laughs> right? So I use them. So, so especially, I, I observe this with all those uh, super groups, with all those guys. Sometimes they don't know, they don't talk a lot. They just maximize all their tools here. Sometimes, especially right now, there are lightings. There are lightings that they can... Uh, when I was in the concert of, uh, who's this, uh, Chris Tomlin, you know Chris Tomlin? Well, when they were in Manila, they have this uh, video. Uh, they have this video first before the band. Uh, uh, and uh, it's just the video, and uh, the stage is black. You cannot see Chris there, but it's just the video. But in that video, you can see Alpha and Omega, the Lamb of God. The Almighty, the King of Kings, the Lord of Law, and then and then all the people, yeah, yes, Lord, Hallelujah, and then bang, boom, bang, 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 bang. So, you see, they can they can catch the people already. So I'm not saying that you need to entertain the people, but the point of what I'm saying, you need to catch their attention, especially the congregation. A 10 a.m. service when they come. <laughs> What's in this for me? <laughs> what can you give right now? I have this problem. How can you catch me now? You're singing? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, man, especially in my, in, 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 in our 10 a.m. service, just like, oh, it's just like, it goes like that. They're looking at you. Who is this thin guy? That, <laughs> something like that. So I need to create something that can, that can catch them. That worship is very important. So uh, that's why I used all of this instrument. 
So sometimes I, I go immediately with, sometimes I have this entrance, the entrance when it comes to my music, sometimes, yeah, sometimes uh, just, I just go like that. Especially with the, uh, with the keyboards. Do you know that song, uh, Indescribable? So we just, we just, uh, we just make an entrance with that song. Sometimes I do. of heights to the depths of the sea creations revealing your majesty